0: Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, this week for episode 170 is Trev. Uh. Scott. Hello. Hey. Hey.
1: What's going on? Uh, pretty tired.
0: Oh, I don't care. Let's do the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I
0: think we are going to start off with a new New segment. (laughs) A new game uh, that we play. Usually we do click pitch, but Trevor, do you want to tell our listening audience what we're doing, what we're starting with this week? We're going
1: to start off with click picture. (laughs) Picture. Click picture. Click picture is a game where we each have a random image generator. Well, it's not really an image generator, but it's a it's a link fetcher, in which we're going to fetch from a list of 177, um, well now 176 um, <laughs> images that that were on a board panda site that Ben found last week, and we're going to put them into our Discord and have a laugh and then come up with a game based around those. That's it. So at least yeah, we'll do are- we'll do two this time. But um, so we've got one each. Yeah. and
0: so if you if you listened to last week's episode you know what this is we kind of ad hoc uh, on the fly came up with this idea of using stock photos weird stock photos uh or, or to use as our inspiration for a game and so we're turning into a, turning it into a regular segment or at least Trying it out this week. So,
1: yeah, we're going to do two, two photos. It worked well last week with Sexy Tootin' Carmen, so we'll see what well, happens this, this week.
0: So, we have the URLs of these images. We're going to paste them into Discord. We don't know what they are ourselves, so we're going to see them simultaneously. Yep. So, I've got mine pasted, ready to hit enter. <laughs> yep. How about you, Trev?
1: Yep. Uh, I'll just All let right. you paste
0: first. Three, two, one, Paste. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a giant chick as in a baby chicken chasing after a baby
1: running in a nappy. <laughs> okay. Um, this chicken is on cleanup duty. Cleanup duty?
0: Mm-hmm. What is this chick cleaning up? Baby poop? Yep. That's disgusting. What okay, so do you play the chick? Do you play the baby? You play the chick. So, this is like a Pac-Man style game, but yeah. instead of
1: little- uh- Instead of pellets, you're picking up nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have a
0: sem- seven-month-old right now. Like uh-huh. Depending on how old this baby is, the consistency of what you're picking up,
1: uh, maybe we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> is your baby walking around? No, mine isn't, no. Yeah, so it's obviously not seven months old. I'd say maybe maybe about 18 months. So by that time, the consistency is probably a bit better. All right. Sure, Um, sure. Okay, no, what's what's actually happened is this is actually not a huge chick. This is a tiny baby. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we can go there. Yeah. Honey, I shrunk the baby. Yeah. Um, So, I I think this is just- um, kind of like if you remember the movie Jack, where the baby baby grew up really, really fast and then turned into Robin Williams by the time uh-huh. in grade grade two or whatever. Well, now I'm
0: picturing like a game in VR where you're having to look after. It's like a childcare game mm-hmm. of some sort where you're having to look after all these babies and literally like pick them up between your fingers uh, to to Ooh. like put them back where they're supposed to be and carry them around and protect them from. Giant
1: baby animals. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, if you remember that um, giant cop game that I that I had for VR. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like that, except you're picking up the tiny babies. Yeah. So you're not quite as giant. You're kind of like medium-sized giant in compared to that one.
0: Yeah, I like it as like these babies are just wandering around, and there's there are hazards, and it's you know it's a frantic save as many babies as you can game as they, like, crawl into towards hazards and and fall off of things and go towards vicious baby chicks and
1: puppies and Yeah, kind of like, um, think of the children except in VR.
0: In VR. And, yeah, you have to, like- single
1: player. (laughs) Grab them
0: and- uh, I don't know. Do you have other tools then? Like, is it just pick them up and bring them back towards you? I feel like that would
1: get old pretty quickly. So, how else do you- to protect these babies, I, I think there's like little repair tasks that you got to do. So you know, as, as the um, animals are trying to break into the center or whatever, they're they're basically you know carving holes in, in walls and that sort of stuff by scratching Okay. So, you've got little repair tasks like that, but you've- Also, then, now you've got power tools out, and now you've got to be careful that the babies don't get into the power tools.
0: Uh, I like that. Okay. I like that a lot, that you have to repair things with the physical tools that are on your tool belt or something, mm-hmm. but you can only hold- a, You know, you can only hold one on your tool belt at a time or something, so the other ones you have to put down, and if the babies get hold of them, well, then then more shit's going to go down. Yeah. Uh, and are you- Basically creating more hazards while you're repairing other ones. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. I like <laughs> the idea- Okay, maybe you're at, like, a kid's first birthday, and so there's, like, a petting zoo. Petting zoo, yep. Uh, and the, the animals consistently break out of it, and so, yeah, you have to, like, go fix the fence. And then there's, like, the cake, but if they climb the cake, they could fall off it, because they're all tiny <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, all there's, you know, they could drown in the punch bowl. It's a little bit dark, but uh, this is cartoony, I guess. But yes, different different things that you have to save them from.
1: Yeah, and you just got to be really really careful about the ravenous chick who just wants to like take the baby's nappies. Because that's right, literally yeah. what the photo is showing. That's like, what they going for. Going for going for the I mean, is that what this photo is showing? I'm not sure (laughs) this
0: photo is showing any- I don't think there's any intent behind this photo. And I I have to wonder if anybody has literally ever, you know, bought this photo for any reason. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Who
1: knows? Who knows? No idea. But anyway, three, two, one, enter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright. We have now it's, this is we're playing with slies a lot here. Although no, I guess based on anyway, we have a person of of some sort who is whose stomach is a watermelon. Yep. And he's got a head, tiny watermelon. <laughs> and eating another tiny watermelon. So there's some weird cannibalistic stuff going on here. <sighs> okay.
1: And there's like Flocks, and flocks, and, of birds flocks in and flocks of birds of Flocks and
0: flocks of birds in a like nice, you know, calm blue, cloudy, like, you know, scattered clouds in the sky. Okay. I feel like this is another VR game where you but you're like stuck because you are a uh, half human, half watermelon in the middle of this watermelon field.
1: <laughs> yep. Um Okay. So what you are is you're a scarecrow. This,
0: oh, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yep. in this watermelon, um, in this watermelon patch, uh, you're yep. you're saving uh, all the watermelons from the crows by destroying the, the watermelons by eating them. <laughs> so, well, I feel like you- th- I feel like there's got to be some trade
0: off there, where it's like you can eat the watermelons for like health or power up or some sort of ability. Well, but your it ability takes away, like- has
1: to be um, replenishing your watermelon seeds that you've spit out like a machine gun.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So, it's uh, it's got to be a um, like a skill shot sort of thing then because you don't want to just machine gun it or you're mm-hmm. going to have to eat a ton of watermelons yep. to, you know, and then you've saved less watermelons by the end. Oh, Definitely. Okay, that's cool. I like this as a VR shooter. Interesting then, yeah, if you're spitting these watermelons, it- you're not shoot. You're Like, it's not where you're aiming your hands. It's where you're
1: aiming your face. Mm-hmm.
0: A- as a shooter. So, that's kind of in- interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Un- unlike a lot of other um, shooters in VR, it is literally you have to point your head in the right position.
0: Yeah. And so then, with your hand, that leaves your hands more free, yep for other things. so whether that is obviously reaching for watermelons to to replenish your seed seed yep. supply is there so the fact that this is all this is all well and good oh no, I guess it's fine. I was gonna say, why do you have the watermelon belly but that's where your seeds are coming from, so that's fine. yep, you're this weird like fucking hybrid <laughs> fruit scarecrow. Yeah, uh, okay. I can get behind that. That's pretty awesome. I actually feel like that's one I could- like we could build. <laughs> you just got the birds coming down, mm-hmm. eating watermelons, firing, spitting seeds at them.
1: Uh, so, I was almost thinking, is there a way that we can sort of bring this back into, you know, some of our, our previous properties, n- namely the um the, the starch, starch wars. Starch wars. Um, In which, like, you're now cannibalizing, like, watermelons. (laughs) Like, it's-
0: I mean, yeah, this could- This could be, like, a sort of Starch Wars side story. It's just this one- The one story of this watermelon who spliced- Like, it's a mad scientist watermelon. Because we've got the whole thing of, like, you know, eventually unfreezing the humans. Yep. Maybe this- This mad scientist stumbled across some human DNA and spliced it with his watermelon self and thus became this scarecrow monstrosity and is now just forever stuck here trying to save his brethren, his sleeping, growing children and occasionally eating them because he's a mad
1: scientist. Um, (laughs) So I think what he doesn't realize is by eating all these watermelons, he's actually like effectively Going, going to keep growing and growing and growing until when he splits open, a whole heap of uh, like new watermelon seeds that will come out and basically will replenish. um Oh, are you saying he's pregnant? He's pregnant with watermelons. Yeah, <laughs> pregnant. Are
0: they? Are that wait, but are they going to be half human? <laughs> they're going to be half human. Yeah, but, but the bottom half.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, so at he's the end of top the game- half human, and they're going to be bottom half.
0: At the end of the game, your giant watermelon belly splits open and all these little watermelons on human legs start running around, <laughs> run out. And that's how you get a high score. That's your high score. Is how many of them. Come. Oh, God. All right. Okay. I reckon we go back into normal click pitch now. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's move back to some normal click pitch. I feel like- Sticking with that is a dangerous game. We have to we have to dole it out slowly. Oh yeah, over overload. We, we, get,
1: we get one each each time. Um, yeah. I'm just going to bookmark this so that we can actually, so I remember where it is. So Ben actually built this little application.
0: For oh us. yeah, I just I just very quickly uh, put something together,
1: threw something together, which is very good. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, so click picture is a game where we've got a random word generator, I think, on the count of three to one click, we're going to each click, refresh, get a word, throw it at each other, then come up with the, come up with the game design, just like we did with click picture. Here we yeah. go, with three, two, one click. Let's do it. Three, two, one click. Guess. Terminal.
0: Oh, guess? Yes. Terminal. Terminal. Yeah, that could be a lot of things. I'm picturing like air- like an airport. Maybe. Yeah,
1: same here. I Guess. was I was sort of thinking duty free at the airport. I was thinking um Guess. If if you remember, uh was a brand for of watches.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've they've come to us. They've said we need a Guess branded video game as a marketing stunt. It's going to be Triple A quality. We're throwing millions of dollars at it. All major platforms. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what is the Guess Watch video game about? Do we come up with some? Do we? I mean, let's let's go to the basics. Is this some sort of grand narrative adventure? Is this some sort of arcadey kind of something else? Is this like? A thought provoking
1: Oh hell no I Indie kind of this is, this, is, this is like a, a small little story About different duty free shops In in a terminal okay. And What's actually happening Is they're, they're not getting too much business Because of a global pandemic um- <laughs> Okay Okay <laughs> Now if you're listening to this in the future, back in twenty twenty there was a pandemic. <laughs> the twenty twenty COVID nineteen epidemic. Uh, pandemic.
0: Uh okay. And are you then like your ragtag band of duty free um shop
1: owners gonna like solve the pandemic like come up with a vaccine? <laughs> uh no, so so what I what I actually think it is is You've got to try and get through get through the day. Um and it's sort of set over like five days or something like that, kind of like what Five Nights at Freddy's is and all that sort of stuff. But instead you've just got all these all these people coming in who you know, you have to have to tell which ones actually infected, which one's Oh my god. Not. And yeah. The whole idea is to get through the game without getting um COVID nineteen.
0: That okay all right i'm gonna i'm gonna yes and you're here uh, against my better judgment so <laughs> how do you how do you tell like what sort of indicators are you gonna have you just looking for coughs and and
1: fevers yeah but see like- the problem is um these people like as as we've sort of realized in the real world like this is one of those symptomless um yeah,
0: the incubation period
1: is is fairly long. Yeah. 14 day bloody incubation period without mm-hmm. any symptoms. And then all of a sudden you start getting sick. And it's like, well, you've spread it around in that time. Yes. So, yeah. So, it's literally just pure chance. Okay.
0: So, as, as a weird corporate sponsored game, it's just going to be completely terrible. And it's literally you sell people watches- where you, you have to touch them to like put the watches on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the end of the game, it tells you whether or not you were infected. Exactly. <laughs> and you have no no chance to figure out. And this is why it's called, this is why it's guess. <laughs> Three to one click. <laughs> yep.
1: Girl. Format. Ooh. I don't know whether, whether <laughs> I like where my head just went.
0: I know. Uh, well, Yeah. Was it like
1: some sort of sex robot thing? Because no, oh, it wasn't. It was actually not- it was it was again, you know, based based off of some sort of media thing, um, as in yeah, it's not like a media format. format, a drive of some sort, a disc. It definitely wasn't in the sex robot sort of thing, but it was more <laughs> around in. I was sort of going towards more yes, robot, and you know. Just talking about formatting an actual an actual robot. Okay, who- okay.
0: So maybe this is a story set in the future. Yeah, and like it, it's sort of a future where people, you know, have have are very much blended with computers. Computers, mm-hmm. um, you know, basically cyborg, cyborg everything in a very you know you, you you enhance your memory by adding new drives or whatever you know yep. adding new chips into your brain brain board or, or this sort of thing and so it's the story of someone who yeah like is is navigating this world and maybe maybe they find out they've got a virus or something or like a corrupt <laughs> sector and and they're having to decide whether or not to format themselves and like basically they're going to lose a big chunk of themselves yep. by having to do this. So, yeah, kind of exploring a world where it's basically a disease, right? Like, it's, it's, it's almost like a cancer where you've got the choice to attempt chemotherapy mm-hmm. with, you know, not knowing what's going to be left of
1: you after it, but it's the only, yeah, only I- chance to- Effectively, they're going to be replacing the hard drive in your head. And, yeah. you know, as far as you know, that's where all your memories are.
0: Yeah, well, I think like basically they don't know. Basically, you don't know how much of your of your brain has kind of meshed in with the technology, and so you will have, you know, you'll have so, like they're like you'll definitely have you know all the memories from uh, before you you got your implants, mm-hmm. but you know where it's so far in the future it's like you get your implants at like age three or something. Or- <laughs> and then they just they don't know which ones would have been stored on the drive and which ones would have been stored like in your actual organic matter Yep. and yeah it's uh, this sort of thing
1: yeah I, I do kind of kind of like that as in you know over over time maybe you can talk about the different the different upgrades that your character has had over the years and you start to go down the path of you know, how many- How many upgrades do you actually go through before you're no longer your, your original self anyway?
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, it's the classic kind of cyberpunk aesthetic, right? And, and and dilemma of how machine do you need to be before you're- You know, before you're more machine than human. Yeah. Uh, but I also like the idea of keeping it a bit tongue in cheek and-, and It's things like when you when you and I format our computers or whatever. You know what are the worst things? It's like okay, what can I recover? What can I back up? Now I'm going to have to reinstall all my things. Do I have the licenses? (laughs) 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 Right, and so I
1: own this, but does it consider this a totally different PC? So is this a different install?
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like (laughs) I'm going to have to buy a new license. For my, you know, um, scanning heuristic software for (laughs) remembering faces, right? For linking faces to the names in my memory.
1: You Uh, mean the Facebook? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: Facebook, my my Facebook license isn't isn't registering... And so I need to buy, you know, I need to spend the money on a new one. Otherwise, I'm not going to know anybody's
1: names <laughs> or their histories or whatever. <laughs> I was uh, actually yeah, look, I, thinking I'm of, liking- of like oh, a, a Microsoft program of of you know like memory scanner and that sort of stuff. My Microsoft Word has expired, and now I can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't speak English good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My PowerPoint has expired, and now I, when I point at things, it's really weak.
1: <laughs> I no longer excel at math. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but okay, for some I, reason, look, I, <laughs> But for some reason, like my AdSense is going really, really well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I like the idea of exploring this cyberpunky world. Mm-hmm. So, let's sort of- Let's think about the gameplay, like, what sort of game this is and how we can use those to- Yeah, I don't know. Where, where, this, where this story comes in. Because we're kind of mixing now, mixing comedy with, you know, a quite tragic story in a way. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. Like, a, it could be a dark comedy. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What are, you, what are you thinking?
1: So, I'm thinking that the family sort of- get all the, all the way around maybe um in in the past like you as as you're watching through these upgrades you you get through to like her um, mid to late teens and all of a sudden her father isn't in the picture anymore because he had a he had a failed component and they weren't able to actually you know save his memory sort of thing so he didn't didn't quite come out the same um i don't think he died as such i think yeah. his personality changed quite a lot and therefore you know he was no longer in the family sort of thing
0: yeah that's an interesting thing to explore um i don't know if i'd want to just go through this as like a sequential kind of flashbacky sort of thing
1: oh no not not the whole not the whole thing i'm i'm thinking it at certain moments of the story you know you can sort of um link so you're back saying like, to something okay like to the
0: time she got
1: you know, a particular
0: piece of software installed or a particular piece of hardware installed.
1: Yeah. And, oh, you, you know what this kind of brings to mind? It's eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Yeah. Sort of- Yeah. Able to, able to go through these, these memories as sort of like- And interact, but they they kind of are a little bit weird. Okay. So, maybe let's
0: think of this from a, like- A technical reason within this world why she has to kind of relive these memories. Maybe it's some sort of calibration. Maybe it's some sort of, you know, they're trying to recover as much of it as they can. But while doing so, they need her help from within the memories to kind of confirm things or like, you know, align it between the hardware and the, you know, wetware as it was, Mm -hmm. the, the actual organic matter. To kind of yeah get that like lock lock on the on um, on the actual correct memory structures or something
1: yeah that could be cool that could be cool yeah and I mean you know I mean it, it it's one hundred percent serious that she really doesn't want to go through that red door um, <laughs> <laughs> at least not while they're watching okay. um, watch like yeah. uh, li- listen to a couple go of listen episodes to back and-
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh No, I like that a lot, though. I think that's a really interesting way to explore that story and explore that world.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that's when you can actually have, like, as part of these memories and that sort of stuff, you can have almost like the, the radio coming through. Like, in this memory, as you're going through it, like, you sort of wake up in the morning and the radio turns on and it's kind of like the start of um, Groundhog Day. But then over the radio, you hear these two people talking about you and it's like, oh, she's online. Okay. So, what's going to happen is you're going to go through all these different memories and, you know, you can sort of then have them helping her through. Yeah.
0: Like, telling the whole story through that. Yeah. Like, literally, the start of the game is you're in- this
1: memory, yeah, you've you've sort of woken up, um, a la, you know, heavy rain or something like that, and then as you're going through the the start of the day, when the radio is on, all of a sudden they start it starts talking to you.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think uh, if we're this far in the future, it's probably not like the old wireless. I think it's, I think it's, I mean, maybe it's different things depending on the memory, but uh, I'm thinking you don't do the memories chronologically either. Oh no, so. You know, this was a memory from ten years ago, where she still had most of her stuff, and so yeah, it's like coming up as like screens in her vision or whatever, or like you know the the moving the moving image that follows her around the house because it's a smart house that you mm-hmm. know it's got video or whatever. Yeah, so you do it all, all all nice and cyberpunky, futury um, kind of thing.
1: Oh yeah, and and I but can yes, imagine like yeah. um, the jump between, you know. Sort of like the the childhood house that she had growing up. And then when all of a sudden the technology sort of took over, then everything changed big time. Uh,
0: like, okay. Like, it became yeah, more so made on. Th- Okay. So, she was born, like, just before the sort of the start of the singularity almost. Yeah. Uh, where there was a huge leaping technology over a short amount of time. And, you know. Yeah. Because- So, there's a lot more artificial intelligence. So there's, yeah. There's a lot more sort of body uh, modification and, and merging with technology, uh, extension of life. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. I, I think I like you could really that, tell a, tell a
1: uh, cool story just about-
0: Yeah. Well, and I think with the whole- The doctors sort of speaking to you through through these memories is it creates a lot of opportunity for just exposition through dialogue, right? You're, you're almost able to have her in a monologue, but have it make sense because she's actually talking- to these yeah. doctors um, as you know it can even be as things are playing out within the memory
1: mm. because know, she's having to describe this thing and and explain exactly. like they, the where this memory fits in or something but yeah. yes yeah
0: yeah so that could be that could give a really good opportunity to yeah to, to anchor that all together
1: it really oh, opens I like it. Up. this is
0: I want to play that game
1: somebody make Hit it
0: us up david cage
1: um and if you want to do it in vr then um you know that everything's better in vr
0: <laughs> yeah it's true i feel like this would be i was thinking of it not vr but the only thing about it being cool in vr is like having all these like cyberpunky overlays on your vision and stuff as you look around and it exactly like hooks the facebook you know you get the facebook pop-ups coming up whenever you see anyone that's got their little <laughs> facebook profile next to them and
1: <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah Three, right. one, click. Love it.
0: Yeah. Passport collecting. Ooh, collecting passports. Yeah. Is this like uh, some sort of spy deep cover situation, or just someone who just tries to defraud different countries and get citizenship in them illegally uh, as many as they can.
1: I know, I'm kinda of going back to the airport and having it as this guy's a pickpocket. <laughs> collecting passports. Oh, just literally collecting people's passports. <laughs> From all over the world. He's trying to get every single every single um <laughs> every single <laughs> country's passport.
0: <laughs> I kinda that's interesting. Cause now I'm picturing a almost a Hitman light where you've just got a relatively small area and you're having to Basically, figure out where the one person in this area is who's from a country you don't have, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then plan how to steal their passport. Yeah. And then maybe, like, based on different things you do, it lets you go to, like, then travel elsewhere. Maybe it's just a general pickpocket game, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and I'm I'm you have to, like, you've got to sort of, like, plan out, okay, I want to bump into them on when they're on my right side because. You know, then I can. I'm better better at pickpocketing on the right hand side rather than the left. Like,
0: well, I think I think what you do is make it so. Like, just general pickpocketing is almost automatic mm-hmm. as you like walk through a crowd. You just start like collecting wallets <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and purses I, just, and things. Kind of like if you remember though,
1: um, Assassin's Creed, like you yes. could hold down the button and you sort of just blend in with the crowd and that sort of That's stuff. That's
0: almost exactly- Yeah, that was almost exactly what I was thinking. You like hit the button as you're walking through a collect- and through a crowd and you're just seeing just these really like subtle little animations as they just like slip things out of pockets and purses. And, and I think unless you're, you know- being watched by security or whatever, there's no chance of you getting caught from that. But then I think you've got, like, bigger marks where you do have to plan it out a bit better. And then, yeah, I think your goal is to find that passport from a particular person and you have to specifically plan out how to pickpocket from them. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, But what I was thinking with the money is, like, you can earn, you know, depending on how you go in the level, you earn different amounts of money and maybe that's how you have to then travel around. It's like, oh, shit, I can't afford a ticket to such and such where there's likely to be this sort of passport, you know, passport from this country. So, you know, you have to build that up over time.
1: Yeah. And then I do like the idea of there being like um, talk about this this one particular um, country- you know has a ban on travel sort of thing. So you yeah, know that yeah. it's going to be really really hard to get this one passport but then there's like a diplomat coming from that country.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So it's all about, you know, can you can you collect that that passport. I really
0: like that idea of it being cuz it's very like the, the the intentions of the pickpocket are very apolitical and and almost amoral in that they're not trying to. They're not trying to hurt anybody. It is going to hurt people mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're losing their passports. But the whole goal is just this collection, mm-hmm. uh, and and sort of that's the only the only um,
1: impetus behind it. Um, what I what I do like is for the speedrunners out there, there is <laughs> yeah. a way of collecting that. Um, like I'm sort of thinking, if you remember the movie The Terminal, uh, where yeah. you had um, Tom Hanks like it there's there's like a character kind of like that who's from this country so in the very first day if you find this particular character you can right. actually collect that one passport but then at the end of that day it becomes impossible to pick up this one passport until without going through the sort of the story as yep. such yeah that's cool
0: could have lots of easter eggs like that yeah And you could even do that, you know, it doesn't just have to be the one country that's super hard. Like, different countries have different rarities depending on which airport you're in. And, yeah, you could add in different hidden ways to get
1: those, Mm -hmm. you know, more rare passports. Surprisingly, one of the easiest ways to get all the passports is to become a um, TSA agent. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, I do like the idea of that as an option to at least, like, case your marks, right? In that, if you're a border guard, then yeah, you get to look at all the passports. It's probably too obvious to just pocket them then and there, but, but at least like, you're, okay, you're well, casing I your saw marks these and three coming through on your on that your I break don't later have, yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You check them down. That's cool. Well, that that's cool. I, I, that could be one of those things where it's like it's almost just a, a gameplay mechanic of like, okay, spend a you know spend do a shift as a border you know border guard uh, or a customs agent. And that just means that as you're walking around now, it'll, like, highlight that this person has the- (laughs) When you see them, you're like, that person definitely has this passport. Rather than literally having to sit there and go through 100 passports before you get the one you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Three, two, one, click. Yeah. Opening. Graffiti. Ooh. Graffiti opening. So I just found out something a little bit interesting. Okay. The word that actually came up was graffito. Oh, okay. And I'm like, what is graffito? Is the male graffiti? It's just a noun version, noun version of graffiti.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's the oh, okay, a graffito. Oh, I gotcha.
1: From Italian plural, from graffito, a scratch. So, huh. writings or writing or drawing scribbles, scratched or sprayed illicitly on a wall surface. Yeah. So, that's actually kind of interesting. Little tidbit. But anyway, graffiti it is. Because yeah, graffiti. Makes more sense. <laughs> what was that
0: game? Who was that, like, famous graffiti artist back in the day who, like, sold sneakers and then they made a game from his stuff? Mark something? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I don't remember it well enough, and I was going to say let's make a sequel to it, but since <laughs> I do like the idea of it being like uh, like that kind of that that graffiti underbelly, right? Like
1: the 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 scene wasn't it Mark Evans or something like that? Ah, something something like that. Mark Echo, Mark Echo. There we go. You, we, were, we we're both close. Yeah, getting up. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It was like- It was called Getting Up.
0: (laughs) It doesn't actually have to be- um, It doesn't have to be him, but I do kind of like that idea of the graffiti sort of
1: subculture. Okay. And
0: kind of dramatizing that in a sense.
1: Okay. So, I've just looked into graffito in archaeology. Okay. A graffito in in an archaeological- in an archaeological context is a deliberate mark made by scratching or engraving on a large surface of, such as a wall. So, okay. it could also be like we, we could take it in, in like an uh, Indiana Jones sort of context of there's um, maybe some scratches or something that are, that are found that are that now make sense from almost that you think that some Someone's come in and um, affected this this archaeological dig sort of thing okay
0: maybe you are a modern day graffiti artist yep who is also an archaeologist <laughs> <laughs> yep I like it and your goal is to uh, is is to preserve ancient graffiti <laughs>
1: by like the 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 rebels of the past. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do I do like the idea that if you if you look down in well, I'm talking about Ruhrbach here, but in Ruhrbach there's a there's a few like really really nice um, graffiti drawings uh, or paintings on on walls and that sort of stuff, and you will never find that someone will tag it because they they uh, respect like the work that's yeah. been done too much. Yeah. I'd like the idea of of this this archeologist um Indiana Jones type. <laughs> Let's just say that. So yeah. I have to keep on saying archeologist. There's Indiana Jones type who finds out that there's there's people going around defacing like these like cave paintings and stuff that are effecti- effectively like the um ancient graffiti. Ancient ancient graffiti. Yeah. So it's all about who put this tag on this um, on this ancient graffiti.
0: I I do like the idea of like tracking down someone based on their
1: tag. That's interesting. Yep. Um, I'm kind of thinking almost like a Where in the World Has Come in San Diego crossed with um, Uncharted. Yeah, that you know you have to you have okay. To sort of- so there's
0: <laughs> okay. So there's this. There's this. Organization or like group of international graffiti villains, mm-hmm. basically, who are going around trying to deface ancient graffiti, ancient artworks by ancient graffiti artists, because mm-hmm. they're assholes. As a yeah, as a all villains, <laughs> yeah. Generally, it's a prerequisite. So you you play this Indiana spray paint or whatever. Who Has to yeah, spray paint <laughs> I couldn't go that was, that was the best I could do uh, Who Who finds these tags And is like Okay They, they basically go into Detective mode They're also They're basically a Detective at this point And it's like Tracking down This tag And like do they have tech? Are they like doing image searches of different cities to find matching tags and like following oh, you yeah. back to the yeah. base and
1: Um, you know, they they're taking little paint scratching so that they can find out, you know, what brand of, of spray paint that was used and Yeah and that sort of stuff. You know, it, it's one of those things that when you when you actually see oh look, there's paint drops on the ground because they they didn't clean up their, their spray the spray can. Yeah, that they work.
0: were in a hurry or something. Like
1: you know, yeah, they. So you can track them down to where, follow where the, the car, track. Um, Yeah, where the car was waiting, and then you can you know p- find out what tire tracks they had and that sort of stuff.
0: If I lay paper on this tire track and then spray paint onto it from the exact right <laughs> distance, the <laughs> it, the pressure from the spray will create make a perfect recreation of these tire tracks. <laughs> 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 it's all just all the graffiti, is just based, paint. <laughs> paint, 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 markers, stencils.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh god! And then
0: you're like you're tracking down this cabal, like one by one, crossing them off the list as you get them arrested or something.
1: Yeah, I, I'm almost thinking whether it's got that sort of idea that. If you remember the game Mercenaries that had like the the card deck. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like the that's idea. Kinda that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You go But you've through- got
0: like you've got a big um you've got a big graffiti mural mural in your in your user interface that as you find them just these big dripping red Xs get spray painted across their faces. Mhm. Yeah. Or yeah. like put them in bars or something.
1: Yeah. I I like the idea of of these these henchmen of these bigger Big graffiti graffiti groups and yeah, well, i'm
0: always picturing like like arkham style combat and stuff but with all these like graffiti based combos and things so like you flip someone around here and then you turn around and like spray this guy in the face with paint
1: to stun them
0: <laughs> <laughs> sweep the leg of this other one
1: you know knock them out with it a- with a um with a hit to the face with the base of the spray paint can.
0: Yeah. Um, particularly if you, like, decal up the, the the characters so you know which one you've sprayed in the face. <laughs> yeah. Like, it stays. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, God. That's pretty awesome. It is. Yeah. Three two, one click. Two, one click.
0: Preview.
1: Gender. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm thinking of gender reveal parties.
1: <laughs> yep. And why they're bad.
0: They are bad. Our, our society is a, way too obsessed with babies' genitalia. Yeah. So can we satirise that in some way?
1: <laughs> um, I'm not sure how this Okay, so goes. technology is it- has gotten to the point that um, because people wanted to find out the-, the Gender of of um unborn babies so much that mm-hmm. there's an elective surgery that women can have where basically a window gets put into their stomach so that you can <laughs> see into the into the uterus and see how the baby's growing the entire time.
0: Okay, does Hence it have like built-in ultrasound? Of- <laughs> like, to, or does it have built-in like magnify? Like, because I'm pretty sure you'd find out sooner with an ultrasound still than just being able to
1: physically see it with your eyes.
0: Mm-hmm. Do is there some sort I, of? I think
1: it's some sort of. um-
0: Is this w- e- within, within that same cyberpunky world? And as soon as conception occurs, like you get a little like LED scrolling thing across your, the woman's bo- belly, <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we could use this just as a narrative kickoff off. Yep. in some way, like this. There's something. In, it's just a story.
1: Something a, about this couple who decide not to um, not to have a gender gender reveal gender party. Like, yeah, okay, and um,
0: not to celebrate.
1: Yep, yeah. And they just gender they decide gen- not to not what what happens with everyone else, where they all find out. You know what sort of what gender they have because they're like, well, we want the surprise. And, you know- Well, it, and
0: it's just not important.
1: And it's not important. Like, yeah. As long as the baby is safe, healthy, happy, what does it matter?
0: Um, okay. And is their family just like hounding them? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: and it's friends and family hounding and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, they're going through this through this story of, you know, why it's important to them that they don't know.
0: Yeah. Look, it's there's definitely an opportunity there to explore those- the politics around that. hmm How you make it into a game, I'm not sure.
1: Oh, I mean, interactive fiction, um, visual yeah. novel.
0: I just feel like on our podcast where we try to come up with interesting game mechanics, we do that too often as a cop-out. Uh, but that's oh, yeah. fine. Like, yeah, I-, I agree that that would be an interesting, an interesting way to explore those ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, let's click again because we can't come up with- Anything more interesting than that? Definitely
1: not. Three to one click button
0: bound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, button bound.
1: What? What are you thinking? So, I saw this this game recently, uh, just this morning, that is sort of like a take on Satisfactory slash Factorio, yep. and and yep. that sort of thing. But the other thing that you could do is actually, like, implement different programming throughout the throughout the world as well. That you can sort of- Okay. S- um, there's a button there and you can, you know, s- use a, use this interface to actually have a look and see what happens if you click the button. And I just started thinking, okay, what if in this game your character has one button? Okay. As in, it can do- Anything. It's a magic button, but you've got to yeah. program what it can actually do. So, okay.
0: I I can get behind that. I'm picturing, uh, did you play gun thing? Uh, Tom Francis, side, side on, pixely, gun. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. It was a game where you were a detective and you could go through these buildings and you could like- um gunpoint i've got it here yes yeah okay so I in actually gunpoint own it. <laughs> <laughs> in gunpoint you were kind of making your way through these you know side on buildings um but you could you could hook up switches to other like you could basically go into programming mode and you'd be able to see, okay, there's a light, there's a switch here and it's hooked up to this light here. And instead you could hook it up to a door or an elevator or whatever yep. Um by just sort of dragging and dropping and making those connections. I'm picturing something similar, but as, but in first person.
1: Yep. Well, I'm actually picturing maybe VR.
0: VR. VR. VR makes sense because then you can like hammer down on that button. Yeah. I'm, I'm picturing I'm, like I'm in, literally y- in your, your non-dominant hand, you've just got this big red button. Yep. And in and your other hand, you've just you've got your hand, and you can hit that button. But if you like pull the grip on, you know your your non dominant hand, it, everything goes into slow motion and into the, your like design mode. Yeah, and yeah, you can hook and you can that see the little tethers that you can systems. connect up to the yes. to the button. Yes, exactly, and. And I think also within the, the world, you can connect other things up to each other to, like, create maybe cascading things. But the, the button, of course, is always the, the, basically the to the go set button. it off. Yes, it's the go button. That's
1: cool. Yeah, that is really cool.
0: Particularly if you like, I like this idea of doing it through combat, as in you've got this. It's almost, um, there's almost an element of super hot in that you've got this. It's almost a puzzle. It's like, it's almost like a a puzzle, like a first person puzzler where, yeah, you come into this space and there's a bunch of people and this one's about, like, this one's coming towards you and this other one's pulling a gun and you go and just like, you hit the slow motion button and things slow down and you're like, all right, like, what can I do here? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And yeah, you've just got all these things in the world that you can kind of turn this on to distract them or like. Yeah, like an automatic door that you can open that's going to bump this thing and or will
1: knock them over or whatever. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, you could actually have it set up so later on there's like full-on Rube Goldberg sort of devices that you can actually set up. Um, yeah. I kind of like the idea that it's not necessarily, not necessarily you know, mandatory that you have to do these Rube Goldberg devices to actually beat the game. But I, I like the idea of, oh, yeah, you- you can sort of set up cascading programs that actually, you know, set this off that then set this off that then sits this off that.
0: Yeah. All in the, all the while, like clearing the path that you're trying to like actually solving, like it may not all be combat based, but, um, you may just have puzzles where you need to like open this door or smash this thing or whatever. Um, one thing you definitely have to be able to do is, if you can. You don't have to use your hand to hit the button. So if you've got like a guy running towards you and you've hooked it all up, you just like s- fucking palm the button into his forehead, and that yep. like hits. You know, obviously triggers the button and everything. <laughs> everything like fires off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. There's there's been a few games that have played around with that um, quadrilateral uh, quadrilateral cowboy cowboy. Been- yeah, yeah uh the game hack and slash yeah in which you can yeah. hack enemies into like, like just set different variables and, and different
0: yeah. things yeah for sure uh yeah you're almost mixing up like i mean even if you think of things like minecraft or whatever where you can set up circuits and different whatever yeah. and um or things like satisfactory obviously that's more of a um you know creating a, an assembly line but it's still it's hooking those different aspects together in in both aesthetically pleasing and productive ways.
1: Oh yeah, I'm imagining that in the in the normal world, like you don't actually really see anything hooked up to the button, but you hold down the grip button, and yeah. then all of a sudden you literally see all these like quantum wires. I'm almost thinking,
0: yeah, something like that, sort
1: of like quantum entanglement. but there's only so much, yeah. ma- so many wires that can. Well, be connected maybe to this as you go through wants. the
0: game you can like initially you can only hook one quantum wire up to your button yeah. right but as you go through the game you like unlock new connectors or something so you can you can trigger multiple things at once or yeah, something and
1: like then that. you can trigger different effects that that actually happen with that as well so
0: you know like um, like timers and yeah yeah that's that's yeah i like that it take a hell of a lot of iteration to really you know, make all that work and come up with all the different things you could do. But I could see it's some really, uh, oh, fuck. What's the word? Emergent. Some really emergent gameplay coming out of mm-hmm. out of that idea
1: for sure. Yeah, love it. Cool. Click. Uh, last one for tonight.
0: All right. So I think let's do let's finish this up with another click picture.
1: Hmm. I'll
0: I'll let you paste it into our Discord and we will tell the Listening audience, Uh, what's coming up? I'm there. I am ready. I'm waiting. You see see that? Trevor is typing three dots. (laughs) What is it? What is it? Okay, we have a bearded man with a eating, like eating a what looks like a, uh, a unpeeled banana, except the rest of the banana is coming out the back of his head, and it is peeled. In the very traditional manner, mm-hmm. but it does seem to be going all the way through his head.
1: Yep. Okay. So remember in in the um in the movie The Happening, <laughs> where people were were committing suicide. Yeah, um, okay. So this this is a thing where there's this brand new like banana variety in which you can eat the skin. Um, okay.
0: But. But when it comes into contact with saliva, it grows exponentially.
1: I'm <laughs> I'm thinking that it's one of these things where um where people uh there's there's a very small percentage of the population who when they go to eat this banana, they immediately just shove it all the way through their through their head and kill themselves. Is it a half meter long banana? Yes. Uh, Um,
0: That's an interesting idea. My thought was this is a very different kind of fruit ninja. (laughs) 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 Throwing like discs of
1: cucumber instead of shuriken and. Okay. One big long banana and, as a and, sword. So, and so what's actually happened is you've impaled this guy through the face and he's trying to pull the pull he's the banana to pull it out. out yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Um what's you, the- You're literally a fruit ninja. Um <laughs> but using fruit yeah. as weapons. You
0: know how you know how like plants vs. Zombies was this kind of relatively kid friendly uh, sort of tower defense sort of game. And then mm-hmm. the sequel was like an FPS. Yep. It's basically this. It's like Fruit Ninja was this fun fruit cutting game. And then the sequel is like, now you viciously murder people yep. with fruit.
1: Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. So is it Battle Royale or is it five on five? <laughs>
0: uh, oh, you thinking multiplayer? Um, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um. Well, I mean, it's very melee based. Is the thing like I find multiplayer melee? Yeah, doesn't really work that well. Maybe this is more of a like, you know, along the lines of a Star Warsy Jedi game. But you're a fruit ninja, you know. So you you'd hack your way through through enemies, waves of enemies. Yep. Yep. I like that. All right. I so like in a world, a in a world where you are the fruit ninja,
1: who is your enemy? Um, the veggie sugar or veggie slicer or something like that.
0: <laughs> or like the carbs, the carbonator or something like the, yep. the sugar daddy. <laughs> sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> like using sweets and cakes and stuff. Oh, God. This could be a, this, there could be a moral to this story. You're like fighting off all the- Cholesterol and sugar, and or like processed sugar. Yep, are you okay? (laughs) 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 But again, but I like, like, we're not going super fanciful with it, like, we keep it serious. Where this is a villa, like, I mean, serious in air quotes, but along the lines of these aren't like anthropomorphic pop tarts or anything, these are like henchmen, people who are working for the sugar daddy and have no have not had any second thoughts about the fact that they're dressing up in like lollipop themed <laughs> uh, uniforms and things.
1: Oh Jesus Christ, I- I'm now- I'm now picturing, like, you know, some people hats. dressed like um um lollipop guild from Wizard of Oz and that sort of stuff. Like how yeah. creepy that sort of dress would actually be. It's like, oh. Then they come at you with these massive lollipops that, are- and they're just trying to crush you.
0: Oh, yeah. They're like lollipop axes. Like, the edges are sharpened, you know? They've licked them down to a sharp edge.
1: <laughs> yep. So, okay. What are the other weapons that you've got? So, we know that we've got a, a meter-long banana. Um- yeah. And cucumber-slice shuriken.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay how do you i think if you you could like use a, like throw a lettuce as a smoke bomb <laughs> like yep. you throw a lettuce and just the lettuce leaves just like poof, <laughs> to like get you know you can sort it's of it's got
1: a slight explosive in there just to launch it into the
0: <laughs> air <laughs> i mean if you've got a meat along banana that can impale people's heads like yeah it's fine uh it's fantasy <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um, um google okay. ninja weapons
1: <laughs> Oh, I, I kind of, I kind of like the idea of of having like a lemon as like a mace. Yeah. Okay. As in, as in, you know, you squeeze the you squeeze the lemon juice into their eyes and they can't see.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. That's sort of mace. I thought yeah. you were th- thinking like a mace is in like something on the end of a. Like, no. You no, know. no. No. That would be a pineapple. <laughs> <coughs> Maybe. Yeah. Although I'm just looking at um, I'm looking at different ninja weapons and pineapple would make good caltrops.
1: Or <laughs> no, but dragon fruit would too.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, I, I kind of see. You know, if you 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 shoved like a stick into a pineapple, like it's got a big, nice, heavy thing on the end. Um, I mean, coconuts they can be just thrown at people, and that's <laughs> you just throw them. Yeah, yeah, that causes a lot of damage, and you can you know rip them open with your bare hands to to you know get the healing properties of the milk.
0: Oh totally Yeah I love that idea Of just like Oh I need a heel Pull out a coconut And just like tear it up Open above your head And let all the milk Spill over you
1: Yeah Totally You don't drink it That's just skin No skin.
0: Fuck you has got time for that
1: you rub it into the skin f- <laughs> We've got fucking <laughs> Cupcakes to Banana eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay So how much blood is in this Is it like plenty. Super super gory
0: Yeah I think I think you go all in I think you take this, like, go super straight with it as if it was an actual hardcore gory ninja game. Mm -hmm. Don't even draw attention to the fact that your character is using a banana as its main weapon. The enemies is all fucking cupcakes and, like, bread. Like, that's, that's your two enemies. You got, like, the carbonator, you got sugar daddy, and you got- um, like fry something like fried food like yeah, I guess that's sort of carbs as well but like yeah
1: Ooh. I'm just imagining how gory this could actually look like I'm thinking you know the that uh, classic scene from Kill Bill yeah yeah. Cutting, yeah, cutting limbs off and all this sort of stuff and just spraying out blood everywhere totally yeah, I,
0: I like that. That That's that's fun. And again, I guess you'd go with the classic sort of Arkham-ish Shadow of War style, mul- you know, multiple enemies at once, yep. dashing around with some with some very ninja moves of, yeah, like being able to speed across the room quickly as a move or, um, mm-hmm. you know, smoke bomb your way out up onto a ledge and different things like that. Oh, smoke bomb. Let us bomb.
1: Okay. I reckon that'll do us for tonight
0: Let's leave it there Thank you for joining us this week On Bitstorm, we really mean that We love that you're listening Right now, if you want to tell us That you are listening Go to podjax.com slash bitstorm Leave us a review, we would love that And as of this week we can now reply And say thank you in person uh, And we will do so Uh, Mm -hmm. You can also just go there to find All of our previous episodes There are a lot of them uh, and there's a lot of good stuff in there <laughs> 169 plus some extras So check them out com slash bitsong We're also part of the 8-bit collective Go to 8-bit.net Check out all the other fantastic shows uh, And definitely look out for us soon On a very special episode of the 8-bit cast
1: Say no more Mm -hmm. Okay. We'd also like it if you could check out the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Just look for the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network on Facebook or AGP Network on Twitter. Finally, we'd like to thank Kyridost for the song Mount Defiance off of the album Containment Failure.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, thank you again for joining us this week on Bootstorm. I'm Ben
1: Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott.
0: (laughs) And my brain just blue screen.